Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com here with a name you know. You know her from wrestling, but you're about to know her from the Ring Along, which has a Kickstarter going on now. We're going to talk about that shortly. We got a Nitro Girl here. Shay, how you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. It's great to, great to hear from you. The wrestling world hasn't heard from you in a while, so, so maybe update us. What's, what's been up with you? Well, two decades, right? Yeah. Can you believe it? I don't know where the time went, but um, so since March, I guess it's 2001, um, um, the girls and I, we tried our best to stay together, we, you know, did a little music thing for a while, and then from there, we, um, I think it was time for us to just let each other go individually and to their um, own successes, and that's what we did, and from there, I um, competed in fitness for a while. And, um, and then met my husband, or actually I've, I've known him for a long time, so we reconnected, and you know how that goes. Dating of course. And, and then three kids, and uh, we've been in Dallas now for 10 years. Oh, that's amazing. It's great, yeah, to, Atlanta. great to hear that you're doing well. Do you keep in touch with any of the old Nitro girls? Of course. I mean, we're, they can't, we can't get rid of each other even if we wanted to. We're just kind of, we're connected so deeply. I mean, I think I'm connected more with those girls than really anybody else in my life, even family, <laughs> believe it or not. But um, so, you know, everyone's very busy, so we try to stay connected, but um, we don't do too good of a job, but that's okay. We are very respectful of each other's uh, private times, but we're always there when something good happens, like when Vanessa got married, um, you know, a handful of years ago, and... And we're always definitely there when something not so good happens. So we can we're just we can always count on each other. So I mean the Nitro Girls are so fondly remembered. That was such an important time in pro wrestling and you guys would be on the screen multiple times a night. You all would be getting more screen time than a lot of the top wrestlers would be. Right, right, right. I mean, what was it like for you in that period? Because I'm sure, like, constantly you would get recognized when you were out. And, I mean, you all, you all were celebrities. Well, you know what, though? But I, 
honestly, I can. I'm speaking for all the girls when I say this. Um, strangely enough, we always stay humbled and we always wonder what the big fuss was about. Um, but I do have to say, so um, we debuted in July, and that following February, it was AC Jazz and Fire and I. We were in Hawaii for Pro Bowl. And we rented a Jeep and were driving around, and this car pulled up next to us at the traffic light and asked us if we were the Nitro Girls. So of all places, it's not like in Atlanta, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, Atlanta is the main event, you know, with the thing and that Google owning the gym. You know, there was, you know, especially us being based out of Atlanta. But being somewhere like Hawaii, where you had to fly for like eight, nine hours, and we're like, what? You know, so yeah, that was a that was kind of a surreal experience. But honestly, none of us, um, we really didn't think anything of it. But we just had a great time. So maybe tell the people how it is you you became a Nitro Girl. Was it like an open casting call? Was it a tryout? How did that work? At the time, I was cheering for the Falcons, oh, nice. and you know, and Kimberly, you know, so the hub of wrestling besides Turner Sports in Atlanta at the time was main event, again, you know, owned by Sting and Lex Luger. So that was a big um, wrestling, you know, central grand space, you know, station, as you want to call it. And when Kimberly wanted to start the group, there were some girls, actually, Spice worked out at the gym, and she knew Kimberly personally. And Spice at the time was dancing, she was a dancer for Life College, which is a great you know, chiropractic, you know, university in, in um, Atlanta. Yeah. And Amy, AC Jazz, also knew Kimberly from working out at the gym. So naturally, Kimberly reached out to both Spice and AC Jazz, and I don't even think they even had to audition. So I think Kimberly knew that Amy and Melissa are, were, you know, were the two of the girls she wanted, and she reached out to them and said, hey, you know, can you, what can you do to help us, help me, you know, addition some more girls, and Amy was also a cheerleader for the Falcons. So she just sent a message out to the um, Falcons cheerleaders and said, hey, you know, there's an addition for a live TV show. And of course, you know, all those girls are so young, we were so young. We're like, sure, TV show. <laughs> yeah. Let's go for it, yeah. So that's, so, so um, the, the tryout that, the addition that I had was a Exclusively of consists of um, the Falcons cheerleaders. So uh, you can say that you know um, Kimberly had her pick. So yeah. And I mean, obviously things blew up for you. I, you all were in a video game. Even they they put you in the WCW Thunder game. Was right. was there anything extra that you had to do for that, or did they like did, like did you have no. to film anything or do any photos? No. No, they came to us. It was kind of one of those like body imaging where you stood in the middle of this like a big, um, like a tented, like a tent. Yeah. And I think it was some kind of a scanner that went around and probably measured every square inch of our bodies in maybe, I don't know, maybe likeness of our faces. I don't know. But um, yeah, no, that was, that was exciting. And, and honestly, I know Kimberly and and no, not Kimberly, but Melissa and, and Amy. Oh, and you know what? Terry also. Mm-hmm. Fire also worked out at Maybe Let too. So they knew the wrestling industry, but a lot of us, we, we didn't. And, and I really didn't know what Nitro was. I mean, I knew Hulk Hogan, but who doesn't know Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Right? But, um, but I really didn't know 
that nitro was such a hot thing, and I didn't let alone pro wrestling was such a hot thing. The the number one show on cable at the cable, at the time. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So when you get put in a video game and, and all that, like, do you get anything extra for it? Or are they like, hey, we're going to give you an extra payday for that? Yeah, it's, it's licensing. They're using your likeness. So um, I have to tell you, you know what? I think we got like one big check mm-hmm. at one point, and I don't remember if we got any more after that. But it was a it was a nice enough size where I actually used it to for down payment on a new car. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, that's great. And yes. the Nitro Girls were a part of Ready to Rumble as well. Like, I mean, it's one thing. Like, you go from the Falcons to the number one cable rated show. You're in a video game, and then they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, do you want to be in a movie? Please right. tell me how this comes about." And like, like anything in relation to that. Well, I mean, you know, there was a big buzz about a movie coming, and and rightfully so because I mean, why not? It was the hottest thing, and you know. You just have to just see what all you can create from yeah. it. Because we even had like Nitro Grill. Remember the restaurant? Yeah, you, you did. So, um, so you know, we weren't sure w- to what extent that we were going to be involved. Sure. Um, but I, I do know that we had to practice with Rose McGowan, who, you know, yeah. who the lead Nitro Girl. And, uh, and we were based out of L.A. for about two months for that. Um, there was, we stayed at this hotel downtown, and that's where, that was like really, it was like it was our room 24-7 for two months. And we traveled in and out instead of our hometowns. We, we traveled in and out of L.A. And then we'd go back, you know, whenever we weren't working Nitro, um, be on the set. You know, we had our own trailers. So it was like a really fun experience, but at the same time, it felt natural. Mm-hmm. I think because um, because we because we were part of like the hottest production on cable TV, right? Yes. So we were used to things that they used to in the backstage, all the lights, cameras, cameraman, you know, and even like right down to the craft service, you know, table full of food. So it was it it was. It was a natural, we felt natural in it, but at the same time, seeing some of the stars and, and, um, and at the end, going to premiere, that was, that was something very special. And I remember I brought my dad and, you know, he's only seen me on Nitro. And then there was that one locker scene, I don't know, where, you know, we're, we're kind of in our, you know, underwear. <laughs> yeah. I just remember, like, sitting my, next to my dad and seeing the movie going, all right, all right, was telling my dad, Dad, was this movie in, like, a movie? You know? Yeah. Did you all have to join, like, the Screen Actors Guild for that or anything? We, because of that, because we put in enough hours, we actually became, we, we, we became a member. So, which was a huge treat. But at the same time, you know, when things kind of, when I knew that my... My, you know, my my life, you know, was taking a fork to the other side of yeah. marriage and kids and all that. Because um, you know, you have to pay dues every year, sure. things like that. And it just, you know, I just let it expire. But I have to say, we still get checks. I was about to ask because Tony Schiavone says that like once a year, 
he'll get like a $100 check or something. From well, that. he's getting a lot more than oh. he's getting. Because <laughs> if you think about it, I, I think the way it works is it also depends if you had a speaking role. Yes. And we did it. You know, and I don't know if, I don't know how they break it down, but I, I want to say the speaking role is definitely um, more valuable than like screen time. You know, even if we would have had more screen time in somebody, but if they had a speaking role, then I think that's just kind of, I don't know how it works, but we get, um, sometimes I just, I'm, I can tell you that I've gotten a check where I'm like, I think they spend more money on postage <laughs> than they did, you do, know. So, do you mind yeah. telling me, do you mind telling me how much? Oh my gosh, I think it was. I think it was like 60 something cents at one point. <laughs> Amazing. But I think we do get it actually quarterly. I don't know, okay. if, I don't know if Tony's getting it once a year, but I mean, it, it, it was, I mean, it was substantial at one point, but I mean, 20 years later. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. But we still get it. Do you, have yeah. those, have those like gone up at all since it's like readily available on demand? Like, I mean, they're, Rentals have actually went up again because everything is accessible to people now. Right, everything is accessible, and I think what's happening is I think twenty year is a good mark where yeah. things become like a more of a has from has been to now it's nostalgic. Yes, you know, and 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 somebody that watched us in high school or had those like nitro college frat parties. Now they're well into their late thirties, early forties, and they have, um, they have disposable income. They've got they've well, got big boy jobs now. <laughs> well, right, and also too, you know, it's kind of a life cycle where you 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 reflect on those good carefree times. Yeah, you know, with fond memories, it's a part of your childhood. So I think because of that, yes, maybe there might have been like an uptick, but I really, it's nothing, I don't think it was anything very noticeable. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful powerade body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But, yeah. So every time, it's a joke in our house. Every time that check comes, my husband's like, oh, Here take, it is. Yeah, you're going to take me out on a dinner with this? I'm like, I don't know. Where you're gonna... oh. Maybe maybe to 7-Eleven for a dessert for Slurpee. But... <laughs> Lotto ticket. You know what I need to do is I need to buy lotto tickets. You do, and and you can turn that sixty cents into something something more. Then you got another down payment eventually. I know, right? So you so you mentioned the Nitro Girls going their their separate ways after two thousand one. Did WWE ever contact you like for any reason, whether it be a documentary or to come in or anything? Nope. Maybe I don't know. Maybe twenty years. Yeah. Know, but no, but they they haven't. Um, 
Yeah, they haven't. You know what's really interesting that just kind of dawned on me um, is even though there were, you know, it's kind of like world champion, heavyweight champion. Yeah. There's one, and then after another, and after another. But like, it's it's kind of it's kind of neat that there weren't any nitro girls after that. Yeah. Right. Um, the, there wasn't another nitro girl concept created. So it, it is kind of neat. It is a, it, it, we feel, we feel like, um, we feel special. Yeah. Yeah. So we have seen several of the Nitro girls wrestle as well. Did they ever approach you and say, maybe you're going to wrestle a match or anything like that? No. I, I do know, vaguely remember, I think I got in some kind of a little scuffle with yeah. um, Stacy. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what it was all about. I just remember, like, it's just so funny because I remember jumping on her and calling her, like, spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she was so young, and you know, yeah. but at the same, as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, my God, Che, where did you put spring chicken out of? I mean, anyway, <laughs> I'm, like, hoping nobody heard of spring chicken. But, no, I, you know, I'm actually the very only original Nitro girl that was, um, that was the, that actually lasted to the very, very end. Um, you know, March of 2001 in Panama City, I think all the girls, the rest of the Nitro girls were the ones that came on way after. So, so if I remember you were there for that last Nitro, correct? Yes, in Panama City. What was the vibe back vibe there like? Because I mean, obviously, you all knew what was going on at that point. Well, we didn't really know. We didn't really know. There was such an uncertainty. We knew that there was uncertainty, and I know that um, even in when we were in Australia um, in two thousand, for the longest time, we really thought Eric was just going to come scoop us up. Yeah, and I think that was the plan, but. Um, you know, and, and we, I don't know if, maybe there were certain guys that really truly knew, but every, but there were many of us who could only speculate. Yeah. Um, so it was a big shock. Yeah. So you mentioned Australia. When, when was that? Was that after WCW closed or? No, it was, it was, um, it was we went there right after the Olympics, 2000. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Because I just remember, like, seeing the Sydney Harbor, and they still had the Olympic ring displayed on there. Well, I also want people to uh, learn about the ring-along system that you have. This is something that that you've obviously worked very hard on. There's a Kickstarter campaign going on right now. And I showed my wife this, and she was like, oh. She she took a glance at this, and she was like, oh, that's nice. Uh, Please please tell the people about this. But it obviously came out of necessity, um, you know, because I think the bags are either they cater to our needs for function yeah. or um, fashion. And, you know, we have these like big fashion tote bags and it's just big open space, right? And, and, and they do offer different kinds of organizers to keep these things organized. But really the best thing that I found were just individual pouches because they keep things separate. And you could just kind of take one bag and go and whatnot. 
So it just, the idea came out of necessity, um, especially when I was struggling with having three kids, you know, two toddlers, an infant, and, and, it, and, and I don't know if you have kids, but having kids, you're like a walking drugstore. <laughs> From the snack aisle to the diaper aisle to bug cream aisles and band-aids. And it's just, you have to, you gotta, you gotta be ready to save a life at any point. Because, I mean, when they're hungry, they're about to die of starvation. And when they're bleeding, you think that they're just going to bleed to death right in front of your eyes. So you have to have all these things. And I was just so overwhelmed. And what I what would happen is I'm constantly just digging through my bag to find like a certain pouch if I needed a Band-Aid. And one day I said, gosh, I mean, it's a way that I can keep it all together. And that's, that's I don't know if you've seen the concept of it. Yes, but I have. Yes, each storage pouch is going to be offered in different materials and sizes to kind of figure, you know, to custom fit what you need it for. And each of the pouches, I put small rings on the corner and they're, they're hinged so you can clip it on and you can just put with one finger and unclip it. So it keeps everything together and there's a larger ring that keeps it together and you can wrap the um, strap around the, the um, no, you can wrap the ring around the back strap that keeps all the um, pouches like displayed on top, so you don't have to dig for things anymore. And another interest, another fun, well, inventive utility of it is each one of the pouches have a, there's another spring ring on the opposite. So at any point, if you just want to take one bag, you just unclip yes. it and you can clip on a bag strap and just take it with you. So what I typically do is, I mean, we, we're in and out of the car all the time between kids' sports and stuff. And I don't want to take my big old bag, so I used yeah. to keep it in the car. I put like something over it to keep it safe. But I just unclip the little pouch with my phone and my wallet and some change in it. And I have my bag strap and I just put it around myself as a crossbody and I leave the big luggage. That's, that's, what my, that's what my wife does too. She's always like, do I need to take my big purse? Because I don't yes. really want to. I don't really want to. And do I really need it? Yes. But I might need it, I might not. So she can take the big purse, and then if she's walking in somewhere, she doesn't have to carry it. She can yeah. just leave what she doesn't need in the car, secure, with like something over it, and just take what she needs. So, and then it has it has so many other applications. Um, I did a sort of demo video. Um, we have an English lab, and he takes me on walks because he's so strong. So I put harness on him because it's easier to kind of control him. And the top of the harness is a little D-ring where you clip the leash. Well, I don't want to carry, sometimes you know, I carry my phone, my AirPods. So I just clip on one of these pouches on the, on the D-ring and I let my dog carry it for me. So it has many that's applications. Cool. Yes, but that's pretty much the concept and I have a utility hat on it. And so you I'm got, an inventor. Yeah. It 20 years later. And you guys can you guys can learn more at ring-along.com. There there's great like demo videos. You can see the sizes, the materials, all that stuff. Anything you could possibly want to know. You can also pre-order this on Kickstarter right now. I when I when I saw this, I was like, man, that's that's fascinating. And I showed my wife, and she was like, oh my gosh, like why? It was one of those why didn't anybody think of that type of things. Well, here's the thing. Do you remember when? Um and we used to just have those like really small wobbly wheels and luggages. Yeah. 
And then it was actually an airline pilot many years ago that thought, why don't I use much better wheels like rollerblade wheels and do a retractable handle? Yeah. You know, and, and that's how those, you know, those, those um, luggages came about. So it's just, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be something mind-blowing. But sure. just simple adjustment can really, you know, change the way you do things. Well, guys, we encourage you to check this out. The links will all be in the video and the article, all that good stuff. You can also follow Shay on social media. We're so glad that you spoke with us. It's been great catching up with you, and we hope people check out the ring-along. John, you've been awesome, and thank you so much for being flexible today. And I really, really appreciate it. Guys, until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.